Hey, welcome to the More Than Money Podcast. This is Chris Burns. Hope you're having a fantastic week. One reason you may not be is all the attack ads. Holy cow. With the midterm elections this week, if you turn on the TV or the radio or, like my daughter, you turn on YouTube for kids, an attack ad pops up because as annoying as it is to all of us, they work. Every shred of research on this says these are effective, they're powerful. And so guess what? They don't just exist in the political world. Friends, if you look at the financial world, attack ads, which are based at their core on fear, fear is used all the time in finance because people know it can make you, cause you to make a decision in the short term because of fear that long term you may really regret. But if that advisor is paid a commission up front, Why do they care? So we're going to talk about how this plays out every single day in the financial world. And as you listen, if you have any questions, please jump on my website. It's mylifeismore.com. You can ask there. You can also engage with us through social media. Man, we're on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Um, There's links there through the website, but we would love to connect with you in every way possible to make sure we're answering your questions and we're giving you real tangible help. So again, mylifeismore.com, all the interwebs, we're there. We'd love to connect, and I hope you enjoy the show. shows that you can take your pick from a few hundred that are discuss- discussing politics. We're, no, we're not a political show. I regularly tell people, look, if you want to know my political bent, I tend towards libertarianism. You'll hear that kind of come out. But but honestly, uh, the economy and the way you do financial planning is kind of an equal opportunity offender. I, I find lots of people offended regularly by what I talk about because I, I'm not willing to live in your political spectrum. Uh, if I think a policy is going to hurt us or if I think it's going to hurt you, I'm going to tell you about it even if you're politics line up with it. This was a big issue numerous times over the last few presidencies uh, because I found a way to make everyone unhappy, which is great. But that's the whole point. When you work with a financial planner, when you do what I do every day, my job is to tell you what I think is going to impact you regardless. But it's been fascinating to watch um, the mid with the midterm elections coming this next week, um, the tenor of the attack ads, and I don't mean that to sit and be the moral high ground here and say, look, I can't believe America has devolved to the point where we would say these things. But does it get a little old? Right? It gets a little old. I mean, literally every single ad, like 80% of the ads you see on TV, on the radio, I told you this earlier on my kids' YouTube channels, they're watching, my three-year-old is watching like these obnoxious children's programming and the ads that pop up are political ads. It's a little bit ridiculous. The level of intensity that goes into this now, but why is that? I mean, if you see that much money being spent, you have to pause and go, why is that? And the answer is because negative ads are effective. Okay, so I'm not actually sitting here to talk about why I think it's terrible. Negative ads go back as long as our country. You can see some incredible, terrible, vitriolic stuff from our founding fathers, if you do the research, um, making terrible accusations. The difference now is that we have these mediums that are able to spread this stuff in a way that was never possible 300 years ago. Right now, we can sit, again, on the internet, on the radio, on TV, and, and 
mass communicate these messages in powerful ways, but the reason we do it is because it's effective. So Emory University did a fascinating study on this, and this, this will tie back, I promise, in a very real way to your finances in just a second, okay? So Emory University re- uh, released a study. I'll quote from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here. Um, and this, this summer that helps explain why, uh, why we have so many attack ads. So while viewers may rightly claim to be annoyed by attack ads, and we can all identify with that, right? It gets kind of old. The research showed that negative advertising from a candidate is more effective than positive spots in mobilizing voters. So even though when you see that rare ad that's not an attack ad, you're kind of refreshed by that, the research by and large shows negative ads have way more impact. In fact... Um, it concluded that every 1% increase in negative advertising by the candidate produces a significant lift in that candidate's share of the vote. So they work. And this makes sense. It's capitalism, baby. Look, you wouldn't see crazy amounts of money being spent on this on these ads if they weren't effective. So like it or not, they impact your brain in a specific way that causes you to remember them more than you remember positive messaging. And often that influences your vote, even if on the surface you say, I don't like that. Okay. Why does this matter? Because this concept is based usually on fear, right? Most negative ads are playing to your fears. They're, you know, they're, they're too extreme. This candidate is extreme. They're terrible. They're going to do awful things. Or this candidate doesn't care about you. Um, they're, they're, they're xenophobic or homophobic or racist or whatever. The, the, the ads go to extremes because they play on your fears of what your worried society might become. And fear actually sells. But here's the deal. Fear is not sustainable. We can't live in anxiety and terror over a long period of time. But if I can shock you, if I can influence you in the moment to make a decision in a few days that caused you to vote for my team member, whoever that is, then I win. And that's all I care about. And this is what I want to focus on for a second, because this plays out daily in the financial world, daily in the financial world. Let's just, let's dig into it for a minute. The power of the attack ad is not necessarily that long term, I'm going to sit and worry that this terrible thing is happening. It's that in the moment, if you can activate the fear in my brain to the point that it causes me to drives me to action, all I have to do is make one decision. Even if I regret that decision in six months and say, gosh, I wish I hadn't voted for that person. If it can drive me in the moment to say, I'm going to vote for that person because they're going to protect me from whatever it is that I'm fearful of, then they've won. That's the whole purpose. It's the, 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 the power of attack ads is in the short term impact on me that influences my decision making. And that is why fear is such a powerful part of the financial advisor's toolkit. Okay? So let's, let's dig into this for a second. If you are a financial advisor who lives on commission, and I will say, full disclosure, for years I lived in the world of commissions. I have friends in the world of commissions. I understand that world. They're not all evil people trying to do terrible things. There's great people in that world. But... The driver of that world is getting clients to make a decision in the moment because when you make a decision, I, the person receiving the commission, get paid everything I'm going to get paid forever right now. 
Okay, so if I can, in the short term, in the moment, get you to make a decision, I get all my commission, it doesn't matter how you feel about it in six months, in a year, in five years. It doesn't matter if it's actually the best thing for your retirement in 20 years or, or, you know, in in the future at some point, because I've already gotten everything I'm ever going to get right now. And commission people are going to hear this and say, well, I would never do that. I'm not that kind of person. Look, Hopefully, there's a whole host of commission-based people out there that wouldn't do that, that don't use fear-based sales, that say, I want to do what's in the best interest of my clients because I'm just a good person in essence, okay? But the reality is that you're incentivized to use every weapon at your disposal to get a person to make a decision right now because that's how you get paid. And once you're paid, you have no more financial incentive to stick with it. There is no financial incentive for a lot of these folks to give you a decision that's going to be best for you in 15 years because they they are not going to get paid for it in 15 years. Okay, they're getting paid for it today. And so ethics aside, individual personalities aside, if you look at just the motivators, right, the, the actual way the money works, the money motivates you to say, I'm going to sell whatever the highest commissioned product is that I can convince this person in the moment is best for them because I'm going to benefit the most financially now. And honestly, it just doesn't matter 15 years from now. And you might say, oh, that, that wouldn't happen. I, I know my advisor. They would never do that. Friends, I lived in that world. I knew dozens of advisors in that world, and I watched it play out time and time and time again because money is a powerful motivator. Okay. And how does this relate to attack ads? Because fear is great at helping make decisions in the moment, even if you regret those decisions five years down the line. So here's the deal. I had a client come in recently that told me they'd moved their money three different times in the last 18 months. They said, I've moved my account into new investments three different times. I said, why did you move three different times? Like, what happened? Was there something wrong with the funds? They said, because my advisor kept coming to me every few months and saying, it's just not, this isn't the best fit. I think we can move to a different thing. And I'm worried that if we don't move, this whole fund could tank. Like, the whole thing is going to go under. And, of course, we dug under the surface, looked at what they were invested in, and there it is. It's something where every time the money moves, that advisor gets a new commission. And so now we have an excuse to move you, move you, move you, and they base that on fear. Well, the worst is going to happen. I had another example. I see this far too often, but it's um, you learn this quickly when you when you are in the life insurance world. I started in the life insurance world that when someone passes away, people come and try to take advantage of that person. Often family members, which is terrible, but 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 if not family members, people around will tend to do it. And I had a client who had their their mother. Uh, had her spouse passed away, the father passed away, the mother was left, was widowed, received this payout from life insurance, and you guessed it, within minutes, the the, the scavengers were circling here, and before, he, he had a plan to have her talk with me to have a discussion about what they wanted to do with the funds. Before she ever sat down with me, someone had come to her, pitched that she needed to move the money into a certain place. It was a commissioned uh, item, and immediately she moved it, and, and right off the bat, thousands of dollars were drained from the account into this person's pocket because they got to her very quickly and made a compelling case based on fear. Because when we're terrified, when we're anxious, when someone says, if you don't do this, bad things are coming, a lot of our logic falls out the window at that point. 
And so if you believe that about attack ads, if you see that and you can cognitively get, man, even though I don't like this, even though I don't like the tone of it, they must be doing it because it's effective. They've spent a whole lot of time and money measuring the effectiveness of these ads. The same thing is true in the financial world, which tells me this. If you sit down with somebody and you find them playing to your fears, that should be a massive red flag. Now, there is a difference, and people say I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm uh, qualifying here. Let me qualify. It's important, though. There's a difference between them being honest with you about possible challenges or like, hey, look, I need to tell you this is something you need to be concerned about and them trying to play to your fears and force you into decision. Let me tell you the difference between those, okay? Regularly, people come to me. One of the reasons people pay us to go through a planning process is to get my honest opinion. So I'm going to say to them, hey, look, I think this is a danger area for you. I think you're aggressively invested and you need to pull back on that. Okay, so th- th- there's that, that should be part of your role with your advisor. I'm not saying that if your advisor tells you there's a warning sign, that's a bad thing. But here's my question about that. Do they, first of all, present it in a balanced way? Is it the end of the world or is it, hey, look, I see this as a danger. It's a danger because if the market dips, it could really impact your planning. And the market's going to dip sometime in the next few years. You need to be ready for this. Okay, that's a reason. It's not that the world's ending. It's not you need to make a choice today or life is going to end. It's there, there could be a problem coming. And furthermore, are they paid? Does their pay change when you do this? In other words, are they pointing you towards something that's going to dramatically change their pay? You know, in my world, when I tell a client, hey, I think we need to move more conservatively, guess what? I'm still paid the same. <laughs> There's no financial incentive there, right? In other words, if I'm being paid a flat fee to manage their investments and I come to them and say, hey, based on where we're at and what's going on, I think we need to pull back on your aggressiveness. My pay is not changing. Okay, so they don't have to sit and go, well, why are you? It's because I authentically think they need to change it. When you're working with a commissioned person who comes to you and says, we need to change this now or terrible things are going to happen, guess what? Their pay is dramatically influenced by the decision that you make. You need to have a massive warning flag shoot up if you're in the office with somebody and they're laying it on thick about fear and anxiety and you know that their pay is impacted by that. And it doesn't mean 100% of the time they're wrong. Look, there are times, I promise you, that people have sat down with me, especially around something like life insurance. I I admit I'm particularly sensitive about life insurance. It came out earlier in the show. I'm not paid to directly sell life insurance anymore, okay? It's not even something that we uh, are doing and getting commissions for anymore. But when I talk with people about life insurance, because I've had to personally walk through with so many people the loss of a loved one and the unexpected death of someone and the devastation that can cause, I can get passionate about that. I don't hold it over them and yell at them or anything, but I'll tell them, look, to be responsible, you need to take care of this. You need to make sure your family's okay. And I'm sure some people have looked at that and gone, you're just putting the hard sell on me. You just want me to buy this. Okay. So I'm not saying it's always easy to discern. Um, Because I am passionate about that. It matters to me. But you can usually tell when fear is the motivator. And that should always be a red flag, always an opportunity to dig deeper, to get a second opinion, to make sure that the reason for this is not just terror. Because just like these attack ads, they know that will play to your brain. They know it can force you into a short-term decision. But is that the best for you over 30 years? Where is it going to leave you far after that person's been paid and they've gone on to something else? 
You're stuck holding the bag with whatever product it is you got that they received the payout on. Friends, make sure you're making the decision based out of the long-term impact and furthering your dreams and not just getting them paid tomorrow. Please get a second opinion if you need to or just pause and take a breath because it should not be time-sensitive like that. If you're in a situation right now or if you've only worked with people that live this way and you've never even heard this before, you didn't even know how they got paid, the reason I started my firm was to offer something different, to be a fee-based presence, to say, we don't get paid differently based on the, the advice we're giving you. So if you want that kind of outlook and someone that says, we care more about the 30-year look here than we do about the three-month look, then please take a minute. Go on my website. It's mylifeismore.com. Sit down for a free consultation with me, Chris Burns, or with someone from my team. In that first meeting, we talk about our process and we walk you through how we look at every part of your financial world. Okay, we look at every part of it, and then because of that, we, we, make, we give you recommendations based on the whole picture of what would move you closer to your dreams with that lens always being that grid of flexibility and how you can actually make tangible progress. Like if you can, if you don't have that, it's mylifeismore.com. We would love to do that with you. I've done it with clients all over the country, clients here in Atlanta. You can come into our office. You can do it via Skype or FaceTime, um, but we want to be a resource for you there. It's mylifeismore.com.